This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. Everyone, <clears throat> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Abdullah Samir Ali Minash Shaitan Rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Walaudwan illa ala dhalimin. Walaqibatu lilmuttaqin. Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barak ala abdika wa rasulika Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tafsiman kathira. So first and foremost, just a programming note inshallah ta'ala. So... Uh, tomorrow, there will be no virtual uh, khutbah, which were just the Friday f- reflections that we would do every uh, Friday because of uh, COVID-19. Um, however, inshallah ta'ala, we will be live streaming the khutbah from the lawn of Valley Ranch Islamic Center, uh, inshallah ta'ala, this Friday, and we'll see what happens with the Fridays uh, to come. Uh, but this Friday, inshallah, tomorrow, we'll be streaming from the lawn of Valley Ranch Islamic Center, inshallah ta'ala, at 2.30 p.m., uh, central with the night time. So you can tune in at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Uh, central, inshallah ta'ala, uh, for uh, that uh, khutbah bit in the ta'ala. Um, now, tonight, inshallah ta'ala, I wanted to uh, continue to reflect on just some lessons that <clears throat> really tie into Surah Ibrahim. And I find myself going on tangents more and more. So I don't know how much of Surah Ibrahim we're actually going to get to. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this concept that uh, speaks to that first page of Surah Ibrahim. And as we said, it really it really does tie into the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah talks about a people who seek to divert others from his path. Who seek to divert others from his path. And if you remember, we spoke about this profound hadith from the Prophet wasallam, where he told us about the straight path and then all of these side paths, these divergent paths where you have a shaitan on top of the door that calls you to that path. And the goal is to get you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, away from the pleasure of Allah, and away from the paradise of Allah. And it doesn't matter which uh, divergent path you take, it just has to take you away from Allah. The goal is to distance you from Allah, distance you from His pleasure, distance you from His paradise. And we talked about the importance of not going down those paths. And if you think about it, what the Prophet ﷺ is talking about is maintaining the boundaries of our Jannah. The boundaries of our paradise are the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in regards to his obedience and not crossing those lines. And so we put up these fences around our garden. And what that means is that we do not let the shaitan take us away from any of the uh, from anything that would bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from anything that would eat into our share of paradise and eat into our pursuit of Allah's pleasure. And so you have to put up boundaries. You put up these fences. Shaitan will try from this direction and he'll try from that direction. And the point is going to be that he wants to take you away. And if he fails in one regard with tempting you to one way, then he'll try to tempt you with another way. For him, it's not about how he gets to you. It's about him getting to you so he can get you away from Allah, get you away from Allah's pleasure get you away from Allah's paradise. Now, I wanted to talk about this in terms of a methodology for how we also guard the Jannah in our hearts, the paradise that's in our hearts, which is, and I'm not just making this up, what the Salaf referred to as Jannah al the paradise of certainty, the certainty that you have in your heart, where you do not allow anyone into your heart, into the paradise that you have in your heart, which is a sense of certainty and a sense of inner peace, where no matter what happens in the world around you, no matter who comes at you with what, you have an anchor in that certainty in Allah's promise, His pleasure, and His paradise. And that is what gives you a paradise in the heart, 
the very famous saying of Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, he said, what can my enemies do to me because my garden is in my heart? So if they kill me, it's martyrdom. If they, uh, if they imprison me, it's seclusion with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a chance for seclusion. And if they deport me, then it is a chance to travel and to contemplate the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they cannot do anything to me because my garden is in my heart. I've put up the necessary boundaries that do not allow for that garden to be accessed with any form of taunting, with any form of insults, with any form of humiliation, whatever it may be. There's a garden in my heart that my oppressors cannot access. And you have to think about shayateen al-ins, human devils. And the, you know, the Prophet ﷺ is told about them in, in the Qur'an, right? They wish to cause you to fall. They wish to cause you to fall with their mean stares. They wish to cause you harm with their sight. And whether that manifests itself actually in ain, in, in the evil eye, or you know, just the the uh, the degree of um, you know the degree of humiliation and the degree of harassment that comes with their stares. They wish to rock you, O Messenger of Allah Sallallahu They wish to get you off of your foundation. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is giving the Prophet Sallallahu the fortress, and we have the fortress, which is that vikir, that remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and we protect our paradise and we protect our inner peace by keeping our sight on the goal and not allowing anyone, whether it is the shayateen from the jinn or the shayateen from the ins, human devils or jinn devils, we don't allow them access to our paradise and we don't allow them access to our paradise that's here. And that is essential for us, that we always maintain that in everything that we do. There's a very beautiful saying that's attributed to Imam Hanifa rahimahullah, he said, لَوْ يَعْلَمُ الْمُلُوكُ وَأَبْنَاءُ الْمُلُوكُ مَا نَحْنُ فِيهِ If the kings and the children of the kings knew the happiness that we were in, لَجَالَدُونَ عَلَيْهِ بِالسِّيُوفِ They would try to fight us for it. They'd try to attack us to get it out of us. What we have in terms of inner peace, what we have in terms of Jannah, cannot be taken away from them. And that's the beauty of it, that your enemies can take everything away from you except for your paradise and your paradise. Okay, your Jannah and the hereafter, which is the manifestation of Allah's pleasure, or your Jannah that's in your heart, which is the certainty in Allah's promise and pleasure and paradise in the hereafter. And you have to be able to put up boundaries. And that means not allowing your enemies in your head, not allowing your enemies in your heart, not allowing those who try to distract you with this to succeed in doing so, but maintaining a sense of certainty and a sense of consistency. And I know that usually, you know, when, when you hear about putting up fences and, and boundaries, it, you know, it, uh, it's usually in a negative sense, especially when you're talking about in terms of, you know, the psychology of, uh, you know, some who would like to guard their vulnerabilities and do not process their emotions in a healthy way. Uh, so they put up boundaries, right? But that's usually talking about unhealthy boundaries and putting up boundaries between you and the people that you love. This is talking about putting up boundaries and fences between you and those that wish you harm. Again, whether it's from the human devils or from the shayateen from the jinn. Putting up those fences, putting up those boundaries and not letting them in. There is no entrance here. This is my heart. This is my paradise. You cannot access it. And uh, subhanAllah, as, as I was thinking about uh, this example of putting up that, uh, those fences and those healthy boundaries to where... You protect from all of those that would seek to get you out of your garden, all of those that would seek to get into your real estate. 
If you think about it, they'll always say that you need to learn how to process your emotions in a healthy way. You need to learn to, uh, you know, to express your negative feelings, to express your hurts. And that's the beauty of this all is that we are taught to channel as much of this as we can in dua, in supplication. In Ibrahim alayhi salam, Allah Azza says, in Ibrahim la awahun, that Ibrahim alayhi salam uh, is someone who, who is frequently uh, grieving, but he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Halim, Awah, Munib. He, he, he bears a lot of pain. He takes that pain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so basically, by putting up boundaries between those, between you and those who wish you harm, and then expressing that pain to the one who only wishes you good and wills for you good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you gain the healthiest way of processing that and you protect your paradise. So again, the boundaries here that I'm talking about are the boundaries that you put between those who, between you and those who wish you harm, whether it is from shayateen al-jinn and shayateen al-ins, uh, the human devils and the jinn devils. And it's the same methodology, the same methodology for protecting your paradise in the hereafter is how you protect your paradise in this world, right? Do not let them in. Do not let them in. Don't let them distract you. Don't let them hurt you. Don't give them too much real estate in your thoughts. Don't give them too much real estate in your feelings. And process as much as you can by calling out to the one who never puts a boundary on you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whose, whose uh, line of communication, who, whose path of dua, uh, or whose access to him through dua, through sincere supplication, is never shut off. Never shut off until the moment of death. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect our paradise, to grant us the paradise of the heart, Jannah al yaqeen and to grant us the paradise in the hereafter, which is the manifestation of his pleasure. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to protect our hearts from all of those things that are displeasing to him and all of those things that distract us from the pursuit of pleasing him. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullah khairan. Inshallah ta'ala. Once again, tomorrow, uh, the khutbah should be live streaming at 2.30 p.m. Central, inshallah, 3.30 Eastern. Jazakumullah khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.